are officially zero percent. Oh my God. <laughs> K R Z L E. Yeah. <laughs> Charles. Yeah. The, the synopsis just isn't good. This former independent ranch foreman. Butterfly kisses. Oh my God. <laughs> what? Oh, this is my favorite part of the show. Welcome to What Was That Called Again? I'm Thomas. I'm Will. And this is a show where we exploit Will's inability to remember the names of movies by reading him the synopsis for three different films uh, directly from IMDb. And then I read him the titles for those movies, and he has to match the title up with the correct synopsis. And then afterwards, he tries to rank the films by the IMDb star ratings. Um, Ooh. With these three, at the time of recording, I have seen two of the three. Oh, um, right. Yes. I did want to uh, asterisk on that, though. I did want to say one of the three, or, or I'm sorry, one of the two that I have seen, it has been years, and I was wanting to rewatch it before this episode recording, but I just didn't get around to it yet. Um, the other one that I've seen that we're going to talk about today, I actually literally watched hours ago. Um, As per this recording? Yes. And then Fresh. the third one, I planned on watching tonight, and then we ended up recording oh, just a little bit sooner than I um, I thought we were going to, so I, I'm actually possibly going to be watching the third one tonight after no, wait, we wait. finish recording. No, wait. Did you just give away the bonus game? Do you mean the third film you're going to give, the synopsis, or do you just mean the third out of the three? Because the, the bonus game... Three. Okay, because the bonus game is that I have to pick either which one you have seen or haven't seen. Out of the three. Okay, so this time right. around, I'm picking which one you have not seen, even though Correct. one of them was last viewed years ago. It still counts yes. as being seen. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so it's the bonus round. So let's begin. Let's get the first yeah. of the three synopses. All right. The first one, uh, the first movie is going to be from 1972. 72. Okay. Yes. And the synopsis is as follows. Available for the first time since it mysteriously disappeared in 1972 after only one week in theaters. No. This raucous film is a riveting slice of the Vietnam anti-war movement. Oh. 72. Yeah. A riveting slice of the uh, anti-Vietnam war movement. It was released for a week in theaters and then vanished. Yes. So was it released in 72? Can you give me that or was it released? It was released in 72, yes. So this synopsis is probably coming from like the back of a DVD or something. It seems like that's possible. That was like, <laughs> that was like released later. And like, it, like, yeah. like, like it didn't go straight to home movie and they were like, you only could see this for a week in theaters, but here it yeah. is at home. Okay. <laughs> There's been some time since this synopsis was written uh, originally mm-hmm. to whenever the film first came out in 72 for a month. Um, was it a month or a week a week a week a week okay riveting um anti-vietnam war era Mm -hmm. film okay 1972 okay next please when three close friends escape from hong kong to wartime saigon to start a criminal's life they all go through a harrowing experience which totally shatters their lives and their friendship forever so they so they left hong kong to go to saigon during the war or war torn saigon one of the two so not a good place so they left hong kong to go to a not good place to do not good things 
And that caused bad things to happen to their friendship. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. And their lives. And their lives. <laughs> yeah, clearly, yeah. I, I think I think maybe the friendship might be more poignant here, especially since they were three close friends to begin with. Um, yeah. Okay. And that was, 19, that was 1990. Correct. Okay. Ooh, that's tough. Okay. And then your uh, final, your third out of three today is from 1974. 70s again? Okay. Yes, and the synopsis is as follows. A startling and courageous landmark film that unflinchingly confronts the United States' involvement in Vietnam at the height of the controversy that surrounded it. Okay. So this is 1974. Say this one again. It was a a startling... Yep, a startling and courageous landmark film (laughs) that unflinchingly confronts the United States' involvement in Vietnam at the height of the controversy that surrounded it. Okay, unflinchingly confronted the United States' involvement uh, in the Vietnam War. Okay, got it. Um, Yeah. 74. Okay, so these are all all, um, Asian-based films, if I remember the first one correctly. Yeah. 1972. What was the 1972 one again? Because I don't remember it. The 1972 one. Um, available for the first time since it mysteriously disappeared in 1972 <laughs> after only one week in theaters. Yes. This raucous film is a riveting slice of the Vietnam anti-war movement. Right. Okay. Yeah. So these are anti-war films. Um, well, the Saigon one with the with the buddies going to Saigon. It might not be anti-war, but I'm sure that. That, that might play a role in it, uh, at least there. Okay, so, hmm, I don't think I've seen any of these. Maybe. Um, I mean, anti-war films, especially about the uh, of the Vietnam War, were, were there, there were there were plenty of those. I'm not, I don't mean by that, mm-hmm. I don't mean too many. I just mean there were a lot of those films. Um, and they still sometimes uh, sneak their way into uh, contemporary times even though 90 is the most contemporary on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say that I've, I don't want to say that I've seen any, I, well, sorry, I do want to say that I, I'm pretty sure I haven't seen any of these, but for some reason I can't confirm or say with as much confidence that I haven't seen the second film, which was the friends leaving Hong Kong, going to mm-hmm. Saigon, um, uh, doing crime and then falling out, falling out with each other. I that does kind of sound familiar, but I don't I don't think it sounds familiar enough. I think it just could be just a, a sort of not generic plot by any means, but just sort of like a plot that could be one that was done several times. Um, so that was the only one that I feel a little tinge of something about. Hmm. Okay. So one more time from from my own memory. Yeah. It was 1972. Mm-hmm. It was about uh, a film that was only in theaters for a week, and now it's back on DVD or or VHS, whatever. <laughs> and it's about um, uh, what was it about? It was about anti-Vietnam something. That's that's all. That's pretty much all the synopsis gives right. you. Is that uh, it's There's a no raucous film that raucous, is a riveting yeah, yeah. slice of the Vietnam anti-war movement. Right. So yeah. So maybe it's like a documentary. Um, uh, 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 a, a raucous, riveting slice of the anti-war movement. Okay, and then the second film was 1990, mm-hmm. and that was the one about the, uh, I think you said three friends, three close friends who uh, left Hong Kong for three, uh, yeah. 
uh, for uh, a war ravaged or uh, a war torn or or there's a war going on in Saigon. That's where they went to. Yes. uh, For it to start a life of crime, essentially. And then they end up having a falling out. And then their lives also kind of crumble. Uh, That's the gist of what I remember from that one. And then the last one was 1974. And that one was... um, It was also Mm anti-war. It was about... Say that one again. Yeah. The, it's sort of like the, the first whole, one. The, yeah, the whole synopsis for that one is uh, a startling and courageous landmark film that unflinchingly confronted the United States' involvement in Vietnam at the height of the controversy that surrounded it. Yeah, so it feels kind of like the first one. Um, I'm not saying that they're anywhere nearly the same, just in that general description. Mm-hmm. They're both kind of giving you this... Um, uncensored look at the you know at the anti-war movement and and america's involvement in this war so those kind of feel the same so that might stump me a little bit more than um yes what i want uh thank you for that (laughs) yes but the middle one is at least the one that i feel like i've seen um okay and the middle one definitely feels like a a fictional film whereas the the first and last one they could be maybe like documentaries in a way um so i'm kind of curious if if one of them is not, or if both of them are not, what they might be. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, all anti-Vietnam uh, or anti-war movement or during uh, some kind of conflict in the uh, the Asian island, the Asian countries. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think I have that locked in. Go ahead and um, be gentle with the titles. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, the first title you have to work with today is going to be bullet in the head Ooh, i like that i like that i like whenever a title is very visual like that um uh, the listeners might not know that you and i have been punting an idea for years now and not really even punting punting is too aggressive of a term (laughs) we we uh, gently yeah we once we once kind of like uh, tapped an idea and we it's been since been left but we had an idea for a, a film that also had a sort of anti-war yes. uh, f- features about it. That's interesting. But mm-hmm. it was it was a very I love the visceral title of that, which was a uh, a kick to the head with a steel-toed boot. Yes, um, that's one of my favorite titles we've ever came up with. Um, so this one, uh, what was it called again? Bullet to the head. Uh, bullet in the head. In the head. Bullet to there. the head is actually a different movie. Yes. That's the that's the prequel. <laughs> the prequel. The prequel is <laughs> yeah. bullet to the head. Then there's bullet in the head, and then there's bullet out of the head, which is the <laughs> the third in the series, uh, which is actually a Zapruder film. Um, <laughs> um, okay, bullet in the head. That's mm-hmm. yeah. I like that. I like that. It's definitely um, that's definitely visceral and maybe maybe raucous. It could be. It could be that. I don't know if that's three friends though. Uh, oh, yeah. unless they went to Saigon to murder people, mm, like hitmen, like guns for hire. Ooh, maybe. Ooh, that could be. That could be tough. Maybe one of the friends dies, and that would that would definitely tear a friendship apart and their lives. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. okay, okay. I'm leaning. Okay, okay. So that, that's just the first one. Bullet in the head. Mm-hmm. Bullet in the head. Okay. Yeah. Next one. The next one you have is F T A. Okay. That's it. <laughs> three letters. Three, three, th- three friends. It could be Frank, Tim, Allen. You never know. I mean, you know. Tim I Allen. mean, everyone else knows. I don't know. <laughs> FTA. Is that like a... Uh, is that Frank, like a... Uh, Frank, Tim, Allen. Frank, Frank, Tim, Allen. 
is that a is FTA? <laughs> oh God, uh, is FTA sort of like a um, a, an anachronism from the military, kind of like FUBAR or um, DOA, you know, uh, stuff like that? I wonder. Hmm. FTA. What could that stand for? FTA. Um, that is the question. Freedom today, America. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. FTA. I get. I get nothing from that at all. Yeah. So go ahead, give me the third one. Yep. The third and final title you have to work with today. French. Is French. Be... French touch Americans. No, that's not that either. <laughs> your your third and final title is going to be Hearts and Minds. Oh, I have heard of that. I think Hearts and Minds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, but what is that movie? Because I've definitely heard of that. Hearts and Minds. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, first one, bullet in the head. In the head. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yes. The next one, FTA. And the third one, Hearts and Minds. Okay, so... Ooh. Hearts and Minds still has me going because I, I know I've at least heard of that movie. Mm-hmm. Hearts and Minds. Is that a 90s film? Or is that a 70s film? Ooh. I feel like it's 90s. Okay. It's the first one, Bullet in the Head. I just love mm-hmm. that. I never heard, I don't think I've ever heard of that title. Bullet in the Head. Is that a raucous look at the uh, anti-war culture? Or is that um, a riveting... Was it riveting? Was the other one? Was the third one? Startling and courageous. Startling and courageous look at, at, <laughs> at the United States involvement in the in the Vietnam yeah. War. I don't feel like bullet in the head would be the third one. Oh, maybe it would be though, because maybe it's maybe that's startling. Maybe that's um, what the filmmaker wanted. FTA is FTA the first one then. And then what was it? Was Hearts and Minds? Correct. Hearts and Minds. Hmm. Okay. So I'm just trying to like picture in my head, you know, early early 70s, early to mid 70s. Um, you're trying to market this movie. Well, especially the early 70s, the 72 one that was only out for, it was only out for a week in the theaters. And then you couldn't find it until sometime later whenever it came out on, on home video question was is that is that late 70s early 80s vhs home video or is that late 90s early 2000s dvd home video that's the question um but why would it only have lasted a week did it not connect with audiences and was that why it was called fta because the audiences just didn't know what that was and then anyone who was curious enough to go watch it realized that it was a raucous look at the anti-war culture in America and they were like this this movie isn't for me FTA maybe hearts and minds I really feel like I'm just going to have to go with my gut unofficially for right now mm-hmm. but unofficially go with my gut that like I felt like the story of the three friends who leave Hong Kong and go to Saigon and end up entering a life of crime and then fall fall apart with each other and ruin their lives. I feel like I've maybe heard of that or seen that. And I also feel like I've heard 
of hearts and minds. So I'm going to have to just link those two unofficially, but maybe officially. And then that leaves Bullet in the Head for the 1974 uh, courageous look at the United States involvement in the Vietnam War. And I feel like that would be the title of that movie because they're wanting to really just be like, this is what it is, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. Do I go with that? FTA is the only weird one because I don't know. I I don't see FTA being the three friends unless it really is Frank, Thomas, and Alan. Um, (laughs) or, Or maybe it means something else like found toes also uh, <laughs> I don't know what the what FDA can mean in military um uh fucked up that's, I mean that's FUBAR is that one uh, FTA um freedom freedom tastes awful oh hey that works freedom tastes awful that could be yeah. That could be something that like is an anti-war. <laughs> uh, um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna just put myself out of my, out of my, my misery. I did this last <laughs> week, where even if I get all three wrong, mm-hmm. uh, the first go, I at least get this uh, this pressure um, released. So I'm gonna have to go. FTA is the 1972 uh, film that was only in theaters for a month, but now it's back. Week. Um, sorry, a week. You're right. Only in theaters for a week, and now it's back. And it's a, uh, a, a raucous look at the anti-war movement. Um, that one I'm going to lock in as FTA. I'm going to lock in Hearts and Minds, which I think I've, I've heard, if not seen it. Is that an Emilio Estevez movie? Um, anyway, uh, as the 1990 three friends leave Hong Kong, go to Saigon, do bad things, their friendship is ruined, and so, are, so is their lives. That's Hearts and Minds. And then that leaves the 1974 film, which is a courageous look at America's involvement in uh, the Vietnam War as bullet in the head. Locked in. Did I get any of those right? Um, this week on your first go, you got one of the three correct. Oh, man. Okay. So I, I just... Because... It's because it, your favorite. Hearts... You love it whenever you get one right. Uh, no, I don't because I gotta, I gotta <laughs> yeah. switch. I gotta switch just two yeah. of them, and so now you have to figure out which one is correct. And I'm gonna just stay with Hearts and Minds as the second one because okay. I feel like that one is it. Uh, watch that be bullet in the head, man. I'm gonna hate myself, but I'm gonna lock that one in as, as Hearts and Minds. Which no the which one Hearts and Minds the 1991 you said yes yeah. Okay. The same one that I picked the first time. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it okay. the same. So that one stays. Um, which which you saying that makes me wonder if I should change it now. <laughs> I was just no, I was wanting to confirm because you said the second one and I couldn't remember what order I said them in. Oh, I just okay. Make sure that was wow, right. I remembered that. Okay. Um, yeah, because it was 1972, 1990, 1974. Um, so that means I, I had to flip the first and last one. So maybe Bolt in the Head was like too much of a. It was too strong of 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 a title um in 1972 like maybe we maybe the sentiment hadn't changed enough for for uh for that title to be um to do the job that it wanted um i do want to cut in and say 
that you had bullet in the head with the 1974 one is what you said. Yeah, I know I'm changing it, but no, no. I, yeah. So okay. I'm changing. Yeah, yeah, oh, I'm, you're I'm explaining. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking sorry. out loud. I'm thinking out loud that maybe yes. bullet in the head was too much of a title for the 1972 you. film. So I'm going to yeah. flip those two and bullet in the head is 1972 and FTA for whatever reason is the 1974 courageous look at American uh, America's involvement in the Vietnam war. Please. I hope I got, I made the right choice. No, you got zero out of three. Now. Oh, damn it. So, <laughs> so then, so wait, so wait, this one doesn't, I'm not going to say this one counts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, um, I feel like I got bullet in the head right the first time in that, in, in that, no. uh, I, I didn't, that was the one I got wrong. Oh man. I, okay. Well, tell me now, now I'm okay. really, I'm really, uh, saddened. Um, so the 1974 movie, a startling and courageous landmark film that unflinchingly confronts the involvement in Vietnam. That's hearts and minds. Wow. Okay. That's hearts a, and minds. I believe, uh, Academy award winning best documentary. That's why I uh, think I've heard of it. Came out. Yeah. I, yep. Um, documentary bullet in the head is the 1990 John Woo Hong Kong. Film. Oh man. I should have, um, I feel bad now. Yeah. Rub that in. <laughs> And FTA is the 1972 uh, documentary. It was only released for one week before it was mysteriously pulled and all but like one copy was destroyed. Wow. So I, yeah. I, saw, I, I had the logic of those two being documentaries right. And I did have the logic, even though it was probably wrong, of the first one being called FTA and it just not linking with, with uh, the masses, you know, so it didn't no one came to see it that was my logic whether that's true or not but that's why i picked that so i should have stayed with that one man i really thought hearts and minds was gonna be uh the middle one but now that you say the john yeah. thing yeah okay yeah i feel dumb yep yeah okay well that was that's interesting uh yeah uh and i, I want to get right into the ranking because i also want to get yes. right into um which one you've uh, you've not seen and mm-hmm. then we'll get into the facts about all these because I, I just I just want to get these two sections over. So we'll come back to doing all the uh, normal trivia and stuff in a second. But first, got to figure out which of these three uh, is the highest on IMDb and which one is the lowest and which one is the middle. <clears throat> so, documentaries are going to be interesting. I feel, I feel like these are all going to rate pretty high. Like, I don't think anything is below uh, a, a mid to high six. So I'm gonna say like between between like six six and seven eight maybe or maybe even maybe even seven nine. That's my range. The first I will, I'll, I'll I'll confirm that that's pretty close to accurate. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say that uh, I think I'm gonna say FTA is probably the lowest, just because it hasn't been seen very much and because it's a documentary. But that doesn't mean it's a bad documentary. It just means out of these three, it's the lowest. And then that. Also tells me that I think Hearts and Minds, even though it's an Academy Award-winning film, uh, I feel like ranking it second, just because I feel like more people will have watched and voted for the <clears throat> um, Bullet in the Head movie. So I'm going to go with Bullet in the Head as one, Hearts and Minds a close to, real close to, and then... FTA is being the outlier, the lower one. 
I think ev- I think with the rankings every single week, I think you get one every time. Dang it. <laughs> um, Hearts and Minds is the highest with an 8.2. Ooh, okay. Um, and then uh, it did, in fact, just to double check, it did win the Academy Award for Best Documentary. I It is in the Criterion Collection. Okay. Um and it is currently currently streaming on HBO Max, which I refuse to call Max. Right. Um, so, and um, so then Bullet in the Head is the second with a seven point five. Oh, okay, it's bigger drop than um, I imagined for second place. And then uh, FTA is third with six point four, and that's only off of four hundred and fifty five. Right. Uh, yeah, that's what I figured. I figured ratings. just FTA yeah. just hasn't been seen by many people. It doesn't necessarily mean it's yeah. bad. It just means that one, it's a documentary, and one, it hasn't been seen by many people. So, and I, I do want to throw in really fast. Uh, FTA has not been seen by very many people, as is evident by how few people have rated it on IMDb. But at the time of recording, it is currently available on Netflix. Oh, do check it out. Yes. FTA. Okay. Does FTA stand for anything? Yes. It stands uh, for Fuck the Army. Ah, okay. Alrighty. That, yeah, that makes sense. And uh, it is, I'll go ahead and dive right into a a little bit of information really, really quick. So, um, FTA is a documentary. It is this like uh, comedy that was kind of the name of like a comedy show. They toured, they went to military bases overseas. Okay. It is run by Jane Fonda and Donald Sutherland. Okay. Um, Definitely and, FTA uh, people. They ran they ran this show, and um, so it played for a week. And um, I will read you from directly from the trivia page on here, actually, um, because I think it's just worded better than what I would say. So, the movie opened in theaters in 1972, the same week that Jane Fonda made her controversial trip to Hanoi. Yes. Uh, North Vietnam. Right. Within a week of its release, American International Pictures withdrew it from circulation. Yeah, Director why. Francine Parker speculated that, quote, calls were made from high up in Washington, possibly from the Nixon White House, and the film just disappeared. Yep. Um, and then I did want to also say Francine Parker, who directed it, um, was uh, pretty much blacklisted and was like never, like, was not allowed to like direct Of course. Else. Yeah. Um, bullshit and so yeah very interesting and of course this, but like that's uh, the, i mean that's the whole point of a documentary the, do- the whole point of a documentary is not to uh, so the whole i'm going off on a tangent here this is a uh mm-hmm. this is a will rant moment sponsored by nabisco um so okay sorry n- n- there's no affiliation <laughs> with nabisco i shouldn't say that <laughs> but but this is the problem with documentaries is that <clears throat> as of late and i mean maybe uh, mid nineties until now, a lot of documentaries have been going this route of becoming things that are not offering, um, an open viewpoint or are not offering, uh, an open perspective, but they're offering uh, a more dialed in perspective. Right. So like they're becoming these things that definitely have, um, something to say and definitely have, uh, a perspective on things for i can't tell if that's for the better or worse of documentaries but that's just what it is mm-hmm. whereas like there was a time when documentaries were just as what they sound they just documented something so 
documentary is not always something that you're going to agree with. Um, it, it's just it's just offering a perspective that you might have not have had before. A lot of times you might have this perspective, but it's also beneficial whenever a documentary does, you know, maybe highlight things that uh, we were unaware of or that were being kept from us or or even that we just uh, didn't know, right, for whatever reason. So, I mean, I, I hate the idea that, like, someone was blacklisted because they were showing at the time something that was uh, deemed by the government as being um, mm-hmm. not suitable for patriotic Americans to watch. Like, that's just such a... Uh, and, and it could be a shit documentary. I don't even care. Like, it could be, you know... But, I mean, I don't know. At least it was trying. So that was Will's rant on uh, yeah. documentaries. Thank you, Nabisco, for that. Yes, <laughs> and again, I do. I did want to stress to the <laughs> listeners: it is that one is as underseen as it is. It is readily available on Netflix. I very strongly recommend checking it out. It's great. FTA. Okay. Next. Yeah. Yep. Um, in 1974, Hearts and Minds um, seemed to have been pretty well <laughs> received. Just two years later, um, which I think that one. Sh- <sighs> again it's been a long time since i watched it and i wanted to watch it again before we did this episode on it but um i think that one shows a lot more like actual footage from the war itself and then we'll end on 1990s bullet in the head awesome which i is the one that i plan on watching tonight well i'm actually surprised you haven't seen this one well, this one is like impossible to find. It's not streaming oh. anywhere. It's it has no American release. There is not a DVD, Blu-ray, nothing. Wow. Um so yeah, it was hard to track down. There is actually I think it's on I believe it's on YouTube. It's one of those ones that's like uploaded in parts like 12 minutes oh, per the video pre, or whatever. The pre-YouTube the times whenever it was everything had to be chunked. Yeah. Yep. This one has uh Tony Lung in the lead role whom uh we would know, or you would know, um, me and Will always, for some reason, we always circle back and like talk about or reference Chunking Express. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, Tony Lung is uh, the cop in oh, the second story, yes. the yeah, one yeah. where the girl like is like living, like moving into his apartment whenever yep. he's not there. Um, yeah, he he's the. He's I the just guy. heard. He's I just heard dream, so dreamers movies. the other day. Dreams, yeah. Dreams, yeah. Dreams. Every every time. The movie's brought up. It's just like, yeah, I just heard that song randomly yeah. at the store like yep. yesterday. Um, That's amazing. But yeah, so um, I mean, John Woo was just like, like that guy can do anything. I think, and I would watch it. But the unfortunate thing about saying that is, I also haven't seen very many of his yeah. movies. Um, okay, so we. Uh, that would have been amazing though. Maybe that's the creative idea. We need to come up with John Woo's Chunking Express. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, that's fantastic. Um I mean okay, yeah. So uh all right, I so I do this I do love this idea though, that like what if what if we were to make like a darker, more action packed Chunking Express? Wong Kar Wai already has there's already quite a bit of slow motion in it. Yeah. So one car Y already has that part covered on his own, but we need a John will fight this thing. We can toss in some doves. Oh yeah. You got to. <laughs> yeah. You got to, you got to do, and uh, some amazing shots onto weaponry of some kind. And these, the cops, 
the cops have to have they, oh could you imagine it being fight. just from like from the cops perspective more like it's not such a slow day on the force maybe and like this gang riots going out um oh there's so i think i think i've seen chunking express more recently and more times yes. than you um, by now probably yeah so there um do you happen to remember in the first uh the first story with that um where that where the first cop he he like has this whole thing where he like goes to the store to like get the cans of pineapple yes and he's trying to get pineapple that expires like specifically for each day of like that month yes. or whatever yeah and then he like tries to call that girl and like like yeah, this to, is like, expired connect with her or something yeah. and then it's no good so he ends up eating all the pineapple there's got to be like what what if he's like they're looking for the last can of pineapple because he's like sitting there looking for the one that like expires on may 31st or whatever like the last day of the month um which is the day that he's in the store what if uh while he's looking for the pineapple like a robber comes in <laughs> he's got holds a place and up then, yes Ooh, and then okay. um so yeah, this is our so whole we're story up an action scene. So oh, okay, so so I was going to ask: Is this our whole story? Does the whole story take place in this in this robbery, or um, is this just a sequence? Because I could see it going either way. I, I could see it being just a sequence uh-huh. where you know where it's it's an action sequence. We do some uh, some martial arts. We do some slow mo slapping of fists and grunts and things breaking. Maybe a dove explosion. <laughs> um, but I could also see it being as um, like this starts a bigger thing where like mm-hmm. the cop, um, the cop sort of uh, uh, subdues the suspect after a, uh, a melee of sorts. And uh, the, the criminals cohorts, the gang members, like maybe this was like an initiation for this criminal and he has to, you know, he has to get in and out with the money in a certain amount of time or they're going to kill his family. Right, he has to be able to prove mm-hmm. that he's worthy of this gang, and he doesn't do that because because cop guy is there looking for for almost expired pineapple. Uh, <laughs> so then they come in. He's so cop guy has called has radioed for backup. Hey, there's a there's a ten sixties whatever whatever the code is right. Um, you know, uh, but I've subdued the suspect. I need backup. Right. Okay. So he's he's got this guy. Um, like like there's a scene where the suspect is handcuffed to like um a piece of furniture or a big pole or, or even like a shelving unit in the store and uh they're all just kind of sitting there quietly the cashier lady you know nervous and shy but the cops still trying to you know you know make moves with her possibly right mm-hmm. waiting for backup and the cop guy is bored so he's already he's already popped open a can of this of these pineapple and he's just eating it, but he offers he offers a slice to the criminal. You're like, huh? Eh? Huh? You know, huh? Eh? Gotta be hungry, right? And the criminal like spits on him, you know, fuck you, or whatever. Uh and that's whenever we break in these other gang members. They come in because one, they want to rescue their guy, but two, they want they gotta finish the job. So how does mm-hmm. it take off from because I, I, I could see the rest of the movie all just taking place in this store. And like I could see if the, if there's a climactic shot, right? I could see the climactic shot being a huge gun battle in the shop, mm-hmm. with the backup forces outside the shop, 
our cashier yeah. and a cop inside. Their first original criminal's dead already. The other gang members are inside. They're all hiding behind shelves in the storeroom and stuff like that. And I can see this climactic shot where, like, the camera rack focuses on the cop's gun, like the uh, the sight on on the gun, mm-hmm. right? And and maybe he's like he's um he's in like the stock room behind the coolers behind the shelves. Maybe that that's a thing, right? And uh, the the gang members are up, are inside, and they're all just like you know, uh, if you don't come out now, we'll kill the girl or whatever. Because maybe she's up there still. Mm-hmm. And the cop guy is trying to plot how to how to get her out of there safely, because he loves her. And uh, so we, rack, we 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 focus on the uh, on the gun sight, and it's pointing through the shelves of the stock room into the little store convenience store area, and like the 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 neat, like the uh, fluorescent lights are flickering, right? So we, we we're focused tight on that gun sight. We see like over the shoulder, and then we rack focus to a can of of uh, of uh, pineapple that's expired today the day that the one that he was trying to find it's right there yeah. by his gun right and i think that he do you think that he shoots through that can symbolically or do you think that he grabs that can and pockets it and then shoots i think in the john woo directed version he pockets it yes he does you're exactly <laughs> right he does he sees it like so he's so he's so hyper he has the shot he could take the shot from the storeroom and obliterate the dude who's holding the gun to the cashier's head. He could, but his the peripheral just catches 531. Like right like stamped right in the corner of this kid. Like just barely catches it. And for a moment, he doesn't move his gun any. He just reaches up while still while still focused on his sight with his other hand and just grabs the pineapple can <laughs> and puts it in his back and then takes the shot and fucking kills the guy right between the eyes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I I was picturing my, I was picturing the the John Woo. Uh, framing moment whenever the other, the other criminals first come in. Okay. Yeah. So like the the initial criminal is uh is not dead yet, and he's like uh he's like kind of like on the floor. Yeah. Or like his, he's like sitting upright with his like back against uh, whatever whatever he's the like shelf or whatever constrained to yeah, or yeah whatever yeah. it is yeah. And uh, our hero is like crouched down with him, doing having that moment, you know. And then those other criminals come in, and then our guy has to like really quick. He stands up, draws a pistol, and points it at them. But as he's doing that, the dude that's um, the criminal, the initial criminal that's right. subdued, pulls out his gun and points it at our cop. And our cop has a second pistol. So like in one quick motion, those guys come in oh, and then all yeah. just draw. And Both so we get to the. We cut to the low angle, like medium wide shot where you can see the dude on the ground with his gun pointed at our cop. Yep. And the cop is in like uh, the middle mm-hmm. with his gun pointed at that dude on the ground and at the other guys in the that just came in. And then you have all of them with their guns pointed at him too. And, and it's just this, that, like, it's just this like held right moment for like, yeah, or maybe like, you know, 30, 30 seconds is maybe too long in, in, in movie time. But you know, maybe twenty. Like it's a, it's a long time. It could be like even mm-hmm. like fifteen in real life. But it just feels like forever. Yeah, I kind of like that. Okay, so that's definitely like the start of like the uh, the second yeah. act. I think. Um, all right. So uh, okay. So that's like definitely the second act. Yeah, uh, where we get this. Uh, so does the cop kill? Does does our cop guy kill that initial um, 
criminal in in this moment like how, so he's in the standoff this two-way standoff <laughs> where he's the middle guy and uh the cashier's you know huddled behind the, the desk and she's just you know crying or whatever like he's he, he's told her to be quiet so that way she doesn't give away her, her position but she's just so emotionally you know in this moment that she you know she like lets out a tiny you know like in the background mm-hmm. or whatever right and that's enough to distract somebody because because our cop guy has to get out of this yeah so how does he so what's the move what's the john woo move is it just doves no it can't be just doves no uh so it <laughs> He had doves come out of his shirt and distract everyone. <laughs> no, I, no, no, no. I, I was thinking like a uh, a delivery truck going down the street honks its horn and, and hits a puddle, and that causes the uh, the doves or pigeons that are on the awning outside the store yeah. to, to fly away, which, yeah. which distracts the, the the gang members, you know, <laughs> just for a moment, and, and that gives him enough time to um to shoot the the original criminal in the hand. Mm-hmm. while also doing a forward leap like front flip to a tuck and roll to get away from any shots that might come in from the gang outside so he's gotten the gun away from the criminal inside not killed him yet or he's not dead yet at least someone else might kill him and then he's also gotten out of the shot range of of the gang outside all because that truck went yeah. by so the, so yeah so it, it's this very tense moment where you know that low angle looking at the gun He's kind of pointing up th- that way towards the towards the crowd outside, and just it's almost like silence. You just hear like the that um, fluorescent light click as it flashes uh-huh. you know, that that right, and you hear like the hum of the coolers in the back, and then you hear like the uh, uh, of like the the girl behind the cat. You know, she's like she's trying to hold him to cry, and then it like it like oh jumped. that was the girl that wasn't just your back pain no 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 that's no that's much that's much higher pitched it's much more sensual but, but like it like jump cuts immediately to this fucking like out of nowhere loud ass like diesel you know the splash of the water and fucking birds fly away and everyone's just like what the fuck's going on and then he he shoots and ducks and forwards and tucks and behind he's now behind the cheetos like that's it's all so it's this total quiet and then that disrupts it. I think that's how we get yeah. him out. But I don't yeah. I don't know how we need John Woo to figure out how to get from there <laughs> to get these people inside. Like that's a whole action scene. That's a whole massive and 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 that's the thing too is that I'm picturing this as the whole movie, but John Woo would also very much be like, no, this is just going to be like an intense, you know, five minutes at most. Yeah, this you is know. the opening scene. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. This is just like the opening. That's all this is. And we got we got much more movie to go. Yeah. It could go either way. Exactly. Yeah, our version this version is like um uh I'm sure you didn't see it. Doug Lyman. Oh my god, um, wait, do we call it Pineapple Express? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just came out of nowhere. Uh, I was trying to figure out a title. Uh, okay, it's not gonna be called that. Yes. That's the working title. That's the working title. <laughs> but we have to but ours can't be x e x p r e s ours has to be just like x hyphen p r e s s or something okay yeah, yeah. to differentiate it sure yeah <laughs> um so this is our opening of pineapple express uh but again is this does the whole movie take place here is this one long drawn out action sequence or is this just the beginning because if it's just the beginning, then now we really do have to figure out where this movie ends. 
That's tough because I like both options. <laughs> I do too. So I like both options, but I, I think just for the sake of of our abilities, I don't think we could yeah. um, uh, do uh, justice to make this just an opening scene. Uh-huh. You know, an opening sequence. I think we I think we would have to figure out how to like you know draw this out. Um, yeah. Because because I still think like the final thing like the final thing is there's one bad guy left inside. The backup police enforcements have arrived, but they're outside the building. This one guy is inside, and he has the the girl hostage, you know, arm around the throat, gun to her head. And that final scene has to be our our, our hero cop is looking through the shelves, sees that pineapple can, grabs it, and then takes a shot, and then that's that's it. I think that's you know like that's the climax, and of course then, then the cops rush in, and he, you know, he gets to have the pineapple can, you mm-hmm. know, and then uh, she's alive. So mm-hmm. I think that has to be the end. But uh, how how we get there, we'll have to figure that out. I think. But I do like the opening being, we get right into uh, as quickly as possible that that image that you had of him of our cop being in, in between the two uh, standoff, like the double standoff. I like mm-hmm. that a lot too, as as the beginning. Yeah. Okay. So that one, that was actually pretty good. I mean, that's a pretty, that sounds like a pretty fun film. If we, if we can figure out the rest of it. If we, if, yeah, pretty fun scene. Yeah, pretty fun, <laughs> pretty fun 30 seconds of movie there. That's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and like I said, I don't think we're going to call it Pineapple, that'd be the working title, Pineapple Express. We'll have to think of another title for that. Um, uh, expired Pineapple? No, that's not going to work. Ch- chunking Pineapple. <laughs> chunky chunky but yeah no it's chunky pineapple but we spell it chunk chunking pineapple (laughs) oh right i think it's late (laughs) yeah it is my my back's starting to hurt again (laughs) all right uh i think we did everything i think i got one point uh officially with a bonus question but otherwise i missed i missed three again because i changed one I mean, if yep. you were nice, you could give me that. You could give me that mulligan on the first title, but you don't have to. Um, I'll I'll come back. I'll come back and I'll dominate again. Um, yeah. Well, I hope not. Okay. What was that called again? fucking pineapple express that literally like came to me and i was like i have to get this out right now because my brain is going to fucking forget it immediately